Morris Media presents a Girlfriend's Guide to Life podcast that will help you live the life you've been given. Join in the conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a Girlfriend's Guide to Life podcast. I'm your host, Maisha Chanel. Today, I'm so excited. We are talking about, as you guys know, one of my favorite topics. We are talking about love. But not only just love, the science of love. So I have in studio with me a relationship scientist, Rael Sims. This brother is so amazing. I'm so excited to um, have him as my guest today. I have to read his accolades, guys. So bear with me because it is a lot. It is amazing. Wait till you hear it. He's a cognitive neuropsychologist, behavioralist, motivational speaker, and the leading authority of the neuroscience of relationships worldwide. Okay. He's a licensed and certified relation coach, relationship and marriage facilitator, body language expert. That is so exciting to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with the Relationship Coaching Institute the, uh, and the Prepared Enriched Program. Rael's passion is analyzing the neuroscience of love by dissecting why we do what we do from an eco-bio-social, psychosocial, spiritual point of view. Ladies and gents, help me welcome Mr. Rael Sims to A Girlfriend's Guide to Life podcast. Ah, whoop, whoop. Welcome, so welcome, welcome, Thank welcome. You. How are you? Good, good. Thank you good. for joining you? me. I am wonderful. I'm excited because yes. as well, I mentioned, I you are good. <laughs> as I mentioned, I love love. Yes. And who else better to have a brother yes. who's been married for who knows how long yes. talk about love in yes. the 21st century in a modern world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I want to know just... How did you get into, like, being interested in science? Where did it start? Yeah, well, um, it, it actually, I mean, it started way back when I was a vocalist, and um, our manager used to have us to write songs. Okay. And we had to write dance songs, right? But I kept submitting love songs. It was like, <laughs> oh, man, what is this? You keep submitting all this mushy Slowly. stuff, you know. <laughs> So I was just so interested in relationships, right? And uh, then when I just became just a coach, um, I found myself on a panel with people, but we were pretty much saying the same thing. And uh, I wanted to take it somewhere else. I wanted to take it to why, why, why all these things happening, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was really interested in wanting to know more about the body, more about the brain, more about what's really going on. Because we're saying these things, we're teaching people about mm-hmm. relationships, but we're not really uh, helping them to understand 100% by giving them the science of it. So I think you would understand a lot better when you get the science of what's happening in the brain at this particular time, what's happening in the body at this particular time, just to understand more about neuroscience, neurochemistry, neurobiology. Mm -hmm. And 
when I when I finally said, okay, you know, I got to go back to school. I got to, you know, get all of this information. I got to get this. I got to get my credibility. And when I mm-hmm. uh, realized uh, speaking about the science and the effect that it actually had on people, because people were like, wow, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that, you know. And people started hiring me just to talk about the science. So, um, you know, not to take away from uh, other people that talk about relationships. I just like to to bring it full circle, right? Mm -hmm. So usually even when I'm on a panel, I usually ask, can you make sure that I'm last? Whatever question you ask. So whatever they're saying, I can bring it in full circle, not to um, put... Uh, what they're saying down, but to just add on to the mm. science of it, mm-hmm. right? So then people could get a better understanding of what everybody said. Right, right. right. Yeah, so it's just, you know, just, just I, I wanted to know more about why we do what we do what from we an eco-biocycle, social, and spiritual point of view. That is like, I, I want to talk about that too, the eco-biocycle, social, spiritual point of view. Talk about that. Yeah, well, you know, it's just different parts of what we do in life, right? You know, mm-hmm. from finances, from uh, social compatibility, from yeah. learning all of these different things, from spirituality. You know, what does what does relationship come in in that, right? Like yeah. a lot of people say, well, you know, you're a scientist, you know, I, I want to know a little bit more about, can you talk about, you know, how God feels about relationships? So what I try to tell okay. people Let's is that, that science is merely the discovery of what God created. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I am talking about God yeah. when I'm talking about the science of relationships. When I'm talking about yeah. the science of love, I am talking about God yeah. because it's God. That's yeah. what it's what God created. Yeah. So I'm not talking about something different. Right. Yes. You know, although you have some scientists out here that don't believe in, in God. God. Yes, yes, you yes, know. yes. Right. Yeah. I think there is in, in our community, in the black community, when you say you love science or you tap in your metaphysics, we get a little bit weirded out not knowing that. It's it is it's not worshiping anything. You're not worshiping the stars. You're still right. it's still God. That's right. Absolutely. What, what I want to know is like explain what neuroscience is in relations to relationship. Yeah. So you know neuroscience deals with um, our our nervous system, right? And but mm-hmm. it, you know when it comes to our brain, when it comes to uh, the the brain regions. Uh, there's certain things that we are just not aware of when we're actually doing certain things. So the neuroscience has given us the education now to understand uh, when we do something like like kissing. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were going to bring that up, but can I just use that as an example? Use it. Use it. So like it. when we kiss, you know, a uh, the male and the female, when they kiss, the female actually receive testosterone from the male saliva. Okay. And that testosterone is what caused the woman to be aroused. Okay. So that testosterone is very important for the uh, intimate uh, um, relationship, the intimate session. So kissing is so needed. Kissing is really needed. Oh. It's really needed because you really receive the testosterone. So that testosterone goes into the ventral tegmental area, the cardiac nucleus, the nucleus accumbens area. That area is the pleasure center part of the brain. That's what makes us feel good. That's what makes the woman become really aroused. Okay. So she's not asking for a kiss just because she saw this. Uh, she's reading the novels or seeing the television and the movies and like, oh, kiss me like the TV, yes. you know. But no. <laughs> I kiss me because I need it. Yeah. But one man doesn't really realize mm. that that's why she's really asking for the kiss mm. because the kiss is part of the foreplay that her body needs mm. 
in order for her to become aroused, in order for her to become lubricated too as well. Okay. Because that's one of the major keys to the kiss is to help the woman to become lubricated in the vaginal canal. Okay. So it could make sure that the vaginal canal is not only lubricated, but go through a process that we call um, uh, vessel aggression. The, 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 the nickname is tenting. Uh, so, and that's when the vaginal canal swells with the blood and, and tries to close up. So whatever goes in, it grips, right? And the cervix pushes the uterus back. So whatever goes in, that's you know, seven to 10 inches, it won't damage <laughs> right, the right, vaginal right. canal, right? So when wow. most of the time when women say, oh, I feel him in my stomach, yeah. you don't feel him in your stomach. You actually feel your uterus hitting your stomach because you didn't or he didn't allow the foreplay in order for the cervix to push the uterus to back. back, to lubricate so, it. And, and to keep it lubricated so it doesn't destroy the vaginal walls, right? <sighs> and especially the older you get. So, so all of that is dealing with neuroscience and neurobiology yeah. and neurochemistry, right? So understanding that, then you, you not only woman understanding it, but man understanding that, then my, my message of understanding that is to be more patient when, it, when you are with your significant other and allowing her to get to that point of arousal, to get to that point. That's one of the major purposes of saying uh, foreplay, right? Mm -hmm. So give her the respect and give her body that respect to get to that point. Yeah. So kissing is needed. Is needed. So Absolutely. would you say touch too? Because well, I know. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. okay. Let's talk well, about well, touch. Yeah. Well, see, see, when you are kissing, then you're doing what? Touching. You're also touching. So yes. imagine this, 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 uh, this cocktail. Okay. Right. Imagine this cocktail happening. So not only are you kissing, not only are you kissing, but you're doing something else. You're also smelling. Right. Yeah. Now. Now, the smell is, uh, you know, we we we're back and forth. You, you, you have scientists that are like, ah, no, you know, only the smell is for the other animals. But there's major research that also show and suggests that okay. uh, smell also have an effect, too, as well. It right. Yes. So we're talking Friends. about our pheromones. Yes. You know? uh, but you know, you have some people that argue that. But really. Oh yeah. wow. But it's it's a lot of Real. it's a lot of science that shows different. So you know, not only are you are not only are you uh, kissing, but you're smelling. You know, and uh, you, what what are you smelling though? Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, us human beings, we actually smell for a purpose. Okay. So whenever you interact with another species. Uh, your body automatically smells. Every living, breathing creature on this earth actually mm -hmm. have the same, uh, goes yes. through the same procedure, yep. right? And so we're smelling, uh, we're smelling not only to smell your, your pheromones, but we're smelling to also make sure that that person that's in front of you is okay, that that person doesn't have a virus, a mm -hmm. pathogen, a uh, something wrong when it comes to uh, bacteria, Material. you know, mm -hmm. uh, that's why when we smell breath and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. we take a step back because yeah. the body is actually telling us, whoa, whoa. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you said the same yeah. word. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, uh, and so touch, right? So uh, something that we call the uh, hypothalamic pituitary adrenal access uh, and the primary somatosensory cortex is that when we touch, uh, we send signals right through our skin and the signal goes through our skin, up through our vagus, uh, up through our spine, vagus, okay. into our brain okay. to let us know the difference between how we're being touched. And how we're being touched is a normal touch, right, and mm -hmm. a gross touch. So we all know a gross touch. A gross touch is a romantic touch. Mm -hmm. a, you know, we know the difference between the boss saying, hey, great job. 
versus touching you, you in a real way right. because your body will job. automatically tell Touch you. you. Yeah, right? you're right. 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 So, so, so that you know, as well as that touch, and it's explaining to us, hey, this is a gross touch. This was a romantic touch, right? So imagine that cocktail, kissing, smelling. And touching and and don't be on your uh, I mean uh, ovulate you know you know you're ovulating because when you're ovulating you're also releasing a chemical called copulence and so uh, other every living female uh, creature on this earth does the exact same thing you know when you see the female canine running and you see the males running after her we say she's in what. Heat. And heat. So it's the exact same thing. Okay. So when you're ovulating, you're also releasing a pheromone called compulence. So we smell that com- that oh. compulence and we release something that's called androstenone. And, and so go. this is how two people end up having the, sex on the first night, too, as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Put a point in that. Because yeah. I want to dig deep and go into, like, infancy and the touch. Yeah. So, like, do you feel like... If a person didn't get nurtured and didn't get the love that they needed at infancy, that it affects how they have relationships or even affection in it as they get older? Or just or just child development, period. Period, yeah. Uh, because, it, you know, what, what the hospitals do is actually hire senior citizens. Mm. And uh, what they do is have the senior citizens to rub premature babies, right? Mm-hmm. And to, uh, to, to, to help their development. Okay. But not only uh, the benefit is coming from the baby, but the baby, the benefit is also... Uh, uh, contributing to the senior citizen because yes. they're both being touched Touch. and they're mm. both touching, you know, so it's really important. Yes. Yeah. So touching and uh, being touched, being nurtured as an infant definitely has some uh, benefits on your way of having a relationship. Absolutely. You, and you, wanting to be touched in the future. And wanting to be if touched. If not being touched in the future. Yes. So it really helps the development. Of, of, of a uh, you know a child and an adolescent and an adult when you become an adult and uh, you haven't uh, received those touch, touch hugs and even I love you yeah you know, so do you think words. that's when people say oh I don't really like to be touched I'm not I'm not a toucher do you yeah. think that has con- a oh, contribution yeah, yeah, absolutely. to absolutely because it's uncomfortable for, for them. them yeah yeah Okay. Yeah, something that they that they that they're not used it's to. It's foreign. It's foreign to them. You know? Yeah. So the even body the I says love. That, okay. Yeah. Even I love. Mm-hmm. Even I love because you know you don't hear it, and that's why it's so difficult sometimes for when people get into a relationship. A you know even if it's a vitalized, harmonious, cohesive working relationship, they still can't say you know I love because it's foreign to them. You know, wow. so it becomes very difficult. That's deep. So I want to go back to the point you made, how two people have sex on the first date. So that is a normal thing right now in the modern day way of dating. People hook up. And I'm struggling in that area because that's not something that I understand, (laughs) right? But I I had a millennial on here, and that's what was talked about. It's like Mm -hmm. that is what it's – that's the way it happened. So you're saying that – you could go through the kissing and the smelling and the touching, and then it just yeah, it goes can actually it can actually happen uh, because we're actually smelling, and when we're smelling, especially especially if you're ovulating, that's like the time I tell women, you know, don't go out. Right, <laughs> sit in that are, house. Men girl. are all over you, you know, <laughs> at this time, it. and you're wondering why all these men are, you know, after me or running after me because they're actually smelling, but also. 
uh, when the woman is also releasing the compulence, then we're also releasing a uh, pheromone. It's called, you know, andrestinone. So, and and then, you know, when we're talking about that, when we're smelling that, that puts us in this uh, altered state of consciousness, this euphoria, this high. And what it does is it triggers, you know, uh, other parts of the brain that releases the misolympic uh, dopaminergic area, which is which is dopamine, right? Dopamine, so we all okay. know that, right? Yeah. And so that dopamine is that anticipation drug, right? So mm-hmm. that's like, oh, 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 ooh, ooh, what, ooh, you know, man, what, you know, this guy, <laughs> ooh, this guy, you he know, is hot. you know, he's hot, you know. <laughs> So we're, we're dealing with that anticipation, you know, it's just like when a person jumps off a mountain, you know, when they jump off the mountain with the parachutes and everything, yes. you get the anticipation before you jump, right? Yes. You know, they're sitting there like, oh, oh, so once they jump and then they land, then they get a rush of serotonin. So once they get that serotonin, which makes them feel good, right, mm-hmm. makes them go back up and want to do it again. Yeah. So then we're talking about other neurotransmitters that are being released, right, uh, um, uh, 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 philoethylamine. Or we said that pheromone. Yeah, yeah. Well, the pheromones. Yeah, the pheromones is is what we can smell. It's the particles and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But the neurotransmitters are things that's inside, right? Yes. And the neurotransmitters are the chemicals that we actually experience. So okay. those neurochemicals like philoethylamine, serotonin, okay, uh, yes, vesopressin, yeah. uh, norepinephrine. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, every the the word now that I you know everybody's using now. Oxytocin. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna um, talk about so, that. So 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 what you know, when that is all released and all and, and it's happening, man, you know, it's pretty challenging to say no when all of those uh that cocktail uh starts happening in your body, it's pretty challenging. You know, unless you know, you just really, really have practice with yourself where you can just say, Okay, okay, stop, stop. No, no, no. We see it every once in a while. So don't beat yourself up if you fall short. But that is or don't put yourself in to me it's like don't put yourself in that situation. Absolutely. We used to you know, we just we were just talking about it was another radio show that I used to be on. But uh uh, that's what we used to say, you know, it it was you know, she used to say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor, tell them it's okay, it's okay. But sometimes, (laughs) hey, you know, sometimes we we put ourselves in that situation. And, and it's pretty challenging to say no. So sometimes it will happen. And don't beat yourself yeah. up if it happens. We all yeah. have yeah. had those moments. I know I have. I ain't going to even front. Yeah. But um, let's break down pheromones and oxytocin. Uh, oxytocin. Oxytocin. Yeah. And their role in human connection. Because yeah. we need them. Without these two chemicals, it's yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. One of the no major, you know, the oxytocin and um, uh, serotonin, you know, just to get, make us feel good, too, as well. And um, th- those are the, you know, really main bonding chemical. Because, you know, when, when a mother has a child, this mm-hmm. is what bonds her to the child, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, also through breastfeeding, too. Uh, but oxytocin is really dangerous, though, uh, okay. because, uh, I, mean, well. I, mean, I mean, it's good. I mean, I'm like, what? I mean, it's, can, it's, you get a, it's, can you get addicted to it's it? It's good. Uh, well, all of these drugs, these are, are, these are what? <laughs> these what, are what, what am I calling them? Drugs. Drugs. Right? They are yeah, drugs. Yeah, they are addictive. Yes. Absolutely. Well, pheromones so is a natural drug, though, because yeah, it's just yeah. exude from yeah. within, right? A- absolutely. So, like, talk about pheromones. Like, sometimes the, your pheromones don't smell good. Like, I've smelled yeah. some pheromones in hot yoga class, and they yeah. don't smell good. Yeah, so check this out. So, 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 sometimes, it's just like we talked about the kiss, too, as well, pheromones, as well, uh, either make or break, right? So, let's talk about that. That's what it is because okay. when we actually smell the pheromones, the pheromones is actually telling you 
to be aware, Wait, uh-huh, right? Okay. You know, because this person may have something or whatever, right? That you're that you're sensing, because that's what the body is doing. The body is doing this naturally, anatomically, on its own, yes. right? And so, uh, so not only uh, those pheromones that we're smelling that's t- telling us to be aware, right? Yes. You know, so that kiss too, as well. So that kiss is saying. Uh, no, I, be, because when we're kissing, we're actually smelling the person's immune. I mean, we're 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 taking in the person's immune system. We're yeah. taking in the person's DNA. So when we're smelling too, we're smelling the DNA. We're smelling the immune system. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, what great thing uh, that is is to smell is to you know when we say we have chemistry, right? Yes. So chemistry. Uh, it's it's based on the opposite. So so I know when we hear oh well people say the opposite the opposite match but opposite attracts opposite attracts. Uh-huh. But see people are thinking we mean opposite attracts uh, social compatibility. Okay, what are you? But talking about? opposite attracts is chemistry. O- opposite attract is the biology of two people. That's what. Uh, 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 when when that term opposite attracts. So when people have arguments and debates about that, you're not talking about social compatibility. Okay. Yes, you want to meet somebody. I'm a lawyer. You're a lawyer. I'm a doctor. You're a doctor. Yes. You know, I'm a basketball player. Oh, I play basketball in high school. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. That's social compatibility, social compatibility right? Yep. You know, but when it comes to the body, when it comes to chemistry, uh-huh, right? When it comes important. to chemistry, that's what's important. And the body is looking for the opposite chemistry of your chemistry. That's what makes the chemistry. Oh. It's not looking for the same DNA. Like so, social. Exactly. Oh. So it, ex, a, absolutely. It's not looking like it's for social compatibility. It's looking for the opposite DNA. And what it says is when we have the opposite DNA, this is what makes a positive uh, child when we uh, procreate. Boom. Yeah. You just broke it all the way down. So it's it's uh, needed and in human in the role of human connection. Like yeah, we need to let it. we need to let nature do its thing. And so, since we're coming out of quarantine and we've officially opened up, LA opened up yesterday. Oh, okay. What are some natural ways for people to now boost up their oxytocin yeah. levels? There's their pheromones. We know that, but yeah. talk about that. The oxytocin. Yeah. Well, well, I think it's really important right now. Uh, I think we all had an opportunity to understand health now. Yes. Everybody was taking vitamins. <laughs> everybody was <laughs> drinking the shade, taking zinc and yes. all of that. And, and I think that that's what's one of the major importance right now okay. is to boost yourself. Uh, with, you know, don't stop doing that, right? Because that also helps the health of the body. Also, it helps the 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 smell mm-hmm. right because sometimes remember when I mentioned sometimes we may have bacteria yes and the stomach which causes the bad breath yes you know but I can imagine now if we did a test on a lot of people we can be like wow these people are like totally healthy because they started learning more about what we should eat what we shouldn't, shouldn't eat, eat during right? that period yeah. right so a lot of people learned, learned. a lot about yes. health right absolutely yeah, absolutely yeah. that is good 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 good. All right, we've been talking for a minute. I don't want to. I want to make sure I get through all of our Absolutely. questions. Absolutely, I'm we here. Have a, I'm we here. have a few more minutes. Let's go. Um, can people be addicted? Okay, so I want to know: Can people be addicted to each other? Absolutely, that's the whole purpose. That's uh, to be that's addicted. What, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. That's what. That's the whole purpose of all of these chemicals. The wow. chemicals is to bond you. Is to make you. 
uh, addicted to each other, where where you yearn for this person, where you miss this person, you want to see this person, you want <laughs> like, to talk to this person. Wow. You know, where are you? Where have you been? You know, why aren't you returning my phone calls? Right. Right. You know, or, or I can't wait to come home, honey. You know, I can't wait to be with you. I can't wait to watch a movie together. I can't yes. wait. All of these things is being uh, addicted to our significant other because our significant other, those that significant other's drugs are the drugs for me. Yeah. My drugs is for you. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. Because that's what's making us feel good. Yeah. Is the drugs that you have, the drugs that I have. So I'm giving you my drugs and you're giving me yours. Okay. So I get addicted from your drugs. That's why it becomes very difficult, very challenging when we break up. Okay. Because when we break up, Hmm. now we have to detox off of that person. No different than. A drug, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you hear about drug addicts mm-hmm. or alcohol yeah. or, or donuts or, you know, trying to get on that diet, your body is addicted to it. And so now what's important is for you to try to come off of it because that person, those drugs are in you. Mm-hmm. Those drugs are in your system. Yeah. So detoxing and healing from DNA. that, you have to detox that out of your system. So tell us real quick, like some ways to detoxify your soul after you have broken up with your lover. Yeah. As, 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 as long as you make sure that you healed too, because sometimes people think that's the same thing. It's, and that's totally different. Totally Absolutely. different. So. Uh, dealing with healing and detoxing. And one of the detoxes, you know, now it's time. Sometimes it's not as uh, convenient for people who have kids, right? Because mm-hmm. the significant other has to come over or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have to come up with strategies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of your strategies is, okay, well, if you're going to come get um, um, the child, then, uh, you know, what can I do? Can I uh, just sit at the door while the child walks through the, you know, the, the walkway to the car or do I allow my significant other to come to the door mm-hmm. and to get the child and to walk to the car? Do I have my best friend here right. and do have her exchange. to walk? You know, so you mm-hmm. have to come up with just Your different way. strategies, mm-hmm. right? What works because, for you? Okay, because, hey, hey, um, we could slip up. Yes, we can. We could slip <laughs> up, we can, right? Because all it yes. takes... Is to let him come over. He's right there at the door, and or he's inside. Your pheromones are your popping because you ovulate. You ovulate. <laughs> you know, and you let him touch you. Gee, yes. You tell him, you know, hey, and I he like your new good. head. He looking good. <laughs> and also, because we didn't talk about auditory, we didn't talk about the voice. Oh, so all voice. he had to do is just say, say "Hey, how baby, you? I really miss you." <laughs> You're like, You're like you oh. do, because that goes right into the same <laughs> oh. place. What? Because you know, you have these things stored in your hippocampus where you store information, mm-hmm. right? So you have that stored. And so when that information uh, goes into the uh, uh, the hippocampus, then it also uh, connects to the VTA, the, pre- the pleasure center parts of the brain. Okay. And it says, oh my God, that's my, my, my that's my significant other. But you don't really like say that's memory. my significant other. You say that's my man. That's, that's my that's man, that's my baby, that's yeah, my yeah, boo. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know what he does to yes, your body. Yes, to your body, yes, it's real. So you can slip up, so you have to be careful. Remember we talked about touch. Yeah. So what, So think about when he touches you, as soon as he touches you, those signals go, and then what, what happens, the brain says, hey, that's John. Yeah. That's John touching me. You're like, oh. oh you gotta go, hurry up. You tell your kids, kids, <laughs> exactly. leave. Exactly, so I was, right? my point is, if you know that you've done with it, 
done with the relationship, then you got to get to a place where you can allow yourself to go there because you won't move on. That's right. Yeah, detoxing too. Uh, just just a couple of tips because I know we yeah, don't have that long. Yeah, we could keep talking. So 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 some of the tips for the detoxing is you got to get rid of. Uh, you got to get rid of the pictures. You got to get rid of the clothes. You you know that 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 jersey that you wear in the that closet. That you sniff on. That you sniff on. You got to get rid of that. You got to clean the quilt. I know you clean your blanket. I mean your you know the sheets, the sheets and, and all honey. that. But you got to clean the quilt. Do you know the little thing that you fold and leave yeah, at the end of the bed? That smell like because it. he is or she. This is both. Yes, this is it's both. both. He or she is still on that quilt, right? Yep, you know, yep. so you got to clean stuff too as well and get rid of that DNA, that immune system, because you're going to constantly, you're going to smell. And when you smell, it triggers, right? Get rid of those pictures. And I don't mean throw them away for now. I just no. mean put them in a box and put them in the garage for yeah. a minute or two. Tape them up right? and until don't you go can to just, them. Right, you know, just, just until you finally realize when you see him or if you hear of him or if you see a picture or if you see him on television or something like that, you don't have an effect. It doesn't have an effect don't on your you. body. Then you know, hey, I'm, I'm over him. I'm over him. Or her. Or her. But it, here's what I will say. If you are, if there's children involved, you, you have to let go of your ego and allow your children to have a normal life between the two of you. So if you're feeling all giddy inside and you just got to suck it up for the kids, do that. But do it for the kids. Okay. So, Mr. Scientist. And this does happen to men. So don't think we're just saying, more man. This, yeah. This happens to men, too. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of men, you know, I mean, I run into a lot of men, oh, man, you know, I really miss her, you know. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, women think that this that only happens to them. them. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do. We cry. That. We miss. We keep calling you. Hey, do you I'm guys sorry. Call? Y'all act so. You know, yeah, we try to, well, because, you know. You we act try so to play tough. That, we try to play like... that mantra, that masculine thing, because that's what's taught, you know, that's what, you know, we're taught to you know, play that role. But, but why but play behind. that? But why play that when you have somebody you like, you love, Absolutely. and then Absolutely. she's gone and you won't just pick up the phone call and be humble like, dude, yeah. I love you. And like, then, you know, actually, actually, just like you said, why play that? But 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 behind closed doors, meaning not in front of your friends, right? You, you do, you know, come by, <laughs> you know, go by the yeah. and say, hey, I'm sorry. So, uh-huh. I'm really sorry, right? Sending some flowers. And yeah, send flowers or whatever. Yes. You, know, you, you you realize that toughness isn't working. Right. When you know that you really want that significant other, when you know that you really care about that person, mm-hmm. you have to put, the, you end up putting that to the side. You'd be like, hey, look, I really, you know, that's my... That's my that's my other half. Yes. You know, and it's and it's really serious. It is your other half because when you actually break up, part of you you lose part of you. That's why you yeah. have to get you you have to get that part back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta you have to work to fill that other space up with yeah. new things. Yeah, absolutely. So, how is um, important is intimacy outside of sex? Intimacy is very important, right? I mean, it's you have to. I mean, that's that's what leads to, uh, you know, uh, sex to, to sex, right? So <laughs> right, intimacy right. is very important. You know, it's very very important. So, what are some some examples of intimacy for those people that um, are living in a box and they don't know? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, it's just a, it's just people the, think it's sex. If you say, "Oh my God, we were intimate," you're like, "Okay, you guys were touching, you were groping." People, some people think that you had yeah, sex. Yeah, no, intimacy is just kissing. You know, it's what we use the term intimacy, but it's just it's it's actually spending time. It's actually spending quality time, spending okay. good time with yeah. each other. Doing things for each other, right? You know, um, I have a uh, colleague um, that she she always talks about. You know, going to the amusement park. Uh, Dr. Rosanna, 
um, uh, and, and just going to the amusement park causes arousal, right? You know, mm. so just that intimate moment that you guys are having together and having fun and, okay. and enjoying each other, right? Right. You know, uh, so, you know, uh, you know, a wonderful uh, dinner, you know, even if it's not a dinner at a restaurant, just, hey, you know, buy some dinner and go someplace to a park or in a mountain or something like that. Okay. You know? And and just That's have awesome. an intimate moment. Yeah, right? moment, yep. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What are... Some ways to restore the chemistry in a relationship. So Novelty. let's say, who? Novelty. Speak on it. Yeah. See, remember what I mentioned earlier about the people that jump off the mountain? Yes. You see, when they jump off that mountain and they go back up and jump again, right? Because it's making them feel good, right? Yeah. They right? skydive, you said. Or but whatever. eventually, yeah. And it's the skydive, you know, all of the all of those things, mm-hmm. all of them, you know, jumping off the plane, you know, jump. Yeah. Well, adventure. Eventually, it becomes what. Addicting? It becomes addicting, but then as they do it more and more... Oh, it subsumes. Like, they're like, oh, I don't really yeah, want to do this right, anymore. Right, And that's what happens in our relationships. Oh, right? That's, that's what happens. Because knowing, too, when we talked about those chemicals at the beginning, because mm-hmm. those chemicals also start to die out as well. Yeah. Because those okay. chemicals were designed for us to come together. Okay. So now once we come together, then it's now it's you know for instance uh, and remind me to come back to that. Okay. Uh, for this is this is this is uh, tangential right fast. Okay. So falling in love yes. takes no effort. Falling in love takes no effort. Going into true love is what takes effort. What true means you have love. to put work into it, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, falling in love, all those things that we're talking about when you first meet, right? Mm-hmm. Experiencing all those drugs, right? Being yes. in an altered state of consciousness, being in a high, yeah. right? So that's the in love stage, right? And then that in love stage starts, some people call it the honeymoon stage or whatever and all those different things. But then it starts to die. But it doesn't mean that our relationship should break up. And that's what some people do too as well. They break up because they are addicted to the new love. So they break up when that starts coming down because they want to keep getting that high. So they break up and they go and they look for another relationship so they can always experience that. Keep that high. Keep that high, right? Wow. So so what happens is is, uh, in our our relationships, we novelty is when the guys jump Mm -hmm. and it becomes, oh, okay, this is getting boring. We jumped off this mountain several times. So what do they do? They go look for another mountain. So they... they Mm. They look for another they mountain. They ghost the chick. Now and they, go move on. they move on. They ghost that <laughs> Quick. mountain. Oh my going. goodness! Yeah, and and see the problem too. Sometimes with that is one does not want to move on, right? So the other one moves, moves on, on. Okay. and the other one is still here on that same mountain. Yeah. Right? So it's important Wait. for the novelty for both of you to move to, move. to do new things. More things, things that's going to keep you guys connected. And the more you are together, the more you create novelty, the more you're creating intimacy. The more you're creating intimacy is the more you're triggering all of these natural chemicals again, Mm -hmm. bringing them back up, making you feel good, making you want to be connected and making you want to do the do. Absolutely. (laughs) 
do the do, guys. You heard that? You heard this. Mr. Rael Sim yeah. say do the yeah. do because if you don't use it, you'll lose it, ladies. Remember, yes. the yes. doctor came on and told us that. Yeah. Here, we confirmed it with a male. He said the same thing. Well, we are running out of time, yeah. my no, brother. No. I know. So here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm going to bring you back. Yeah, absolutely. So we can talk. We're going to delve deeper into this and really like, I really want to talk about really a whole show of the eco-bio-psycho-social spiritual point of view. Yeah. That would be a phenomenal yeah, topic, absolutely. so stay tuned for that if you're open okay. to that. Um, la before we leave, can you let us know where we can find you? Because you have services and coaching, and tell us a little bit yeah. about that so you can um, have people contact yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, you could uh, contact me on my uh, website, uh, Okay. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Rael Sims, The Relationship Scientist. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, The Relationship Scientist. Okay. Uh, you can find me on uh, um, on uh, uh, Clubhouse. Oh, Clubhouse. Uh, are um, you on Clubhouse? Yeah, I'm on Clubhouse. Ooh, you can find when are you going to go? Because I want to Oh, I'm there. I'm there all the time. I'm speaking in, you know, several rooms Seriously? All the time. Yeah. Okay, that's and, good uh, to know. Yeah, The Relationship Scientist. Oh, well, well, actually, in Clubhouse, it's Dr. Rael. Okay, Dr. Uh, Rael. My, okay. my club room is Relationship Scientist. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you could, uh, you know, just look. You could go in and look on the calendar. I'm, I, I speak in, like, everybody's uh, room from all over the world. I, I bet you do. Yeah, so I'm, uh, you know, so you could contact me that. Yes, I do counseling and coaching, too, as well, for couples and singles, and I, uh, I help. Uh, I help uh, singles to prepare uh, for relationships before you venture out into the relationship arena. And I help you to become a better, a conscious dater, to be more mindful uh, before you venture out there. And, uh, you know, I help couples to understand what it is to be in a vitalized, harmonious, cohesive working relationship. That is yeah. beautiful. Well, thank you, Mr. Hey, Raya, thank you. For coming thank you. on This is in. my first... My first uh, interview outside, you know. You <laughs> really? Know, in the studio, so thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you for allowing you me know, to be. Since the COVID, you know. <laughs> right. I was like, wow. You know, I, I, was, I was like, will we ever be in a studio? <laughs> I know. Well, yes, it has. Yeah. Oh, we have arrived. Yeah, so, so this is totally awesome. This is not the last. Yeah. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thank you again for joining me on this, this episode. I'll see you in two weeks. And, oh, can't forget, you guys. I need you to subscribe. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube, Girlfriend's Guide to Life, the show. And then on Facebook, you can find us the way it's spelled, Girlfriend's Guide to Life. And on Instagram, it's spelled Girlfriend's Guide to Life, L-Y-F-E. Until then, keep your head up. And my emancipated youth, I got you. I love you. If you need anything, you know I'm here. Peace. Life, L. Peace. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Facebook at Girlfriend's Guide to Life Podcast, the way it's spelled, and on Instagram, Girlfriend's Guide to Life, L-Y-F-E. Thanks for listening. Until next time, peace.